This episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Geek Girl Realty. Are you looking for that fortress of solitude or a cottage in the woods? Geek Girl Realty can help you out. Check them out at www.geekgirlrealty.com. Dungeon Crawlers. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where we're here with Drew from Wizards of the Coast to talk about the new uh, box set of the Transformer trading card game, Transformers Siege, which uh, if you've been paying attention to the toy line that's out there, uh, those have been uh, coming out like crazy, and some of them are really awesome as they uh, resemble the... uh, Old Transformers from the Cybertron era. Hey, how's it going? It's great to be on the show. It's good talking to you again. It's been a bit. Uh, yeah, it has been a little bit. And you know, last time we had you on here, uh, we were talking about uh, the Combiner Wars. Yep. And then uh, now we have Siege. So you guys are kind of making the round. Yeah, we're we're cranking out the the, the Transformers characters. Um, it the things are going pretty well. Siege just came out, so on June twenty eighth. And that is our third booster release. We've released a bunch of Dex products, and there's actually another one coming up soon. But this is our third booster release, and it's um, it's a little bit of a of a, an awesome new direction for us because it syncs up, as you noted, directly with the Generations toy line, War for Cybertron. Um, so we, uh, if you're a fan of of Transformers, to- the the War for Cybertron toy line, you're going to see all of those characters at some point in in the Transformers TV. Yeah, and the one thing that I found really interesting that you guys did this time around is not only do you get the large um, the large Transformer uh, card, but you also get a smaller one, uh, much like the the card deck that you play with. Um, you know, uh, yep. one example you get, yeah, you get the the larger like Soundwave, and then you get like uh, Ravage and Laserbeak in that. So. Uh, definitely really cool what you've done in, in this round uh, of the, the game, and it's definitely unique. But what kind of uh, rule set or utilities or things are you implementing into this round of the game? So one of the new mechanics in this set are, are called Battle Masters, and they come straight from the toy line. Way back in the day, they used to be called Target Masters, and Battle Masters or Target Masters, if you prefer, from back in the day, they're, they're characters who have a robot mode, but then they, they convert into a weapon that is picked up and wielded by another character. So in the in the trading card game, these are small character cards. Uh, you noted the, they're the same size as the battle cards that you play in your deck. And one side is a, a, a robot, and the other side is a weapon. So like Private Lionizer, um, his robot mode is sort of this lion-like character, and then he turns into a sword. And any of the other characters on your team can, can pick that up and, and fight with it. And that's one of the new big mechanics in the game. <clears throat> um, you mentioned Soundwave and uh, his uh, his minions. Um, Soundwave has probably been the single most requested character from the fans and understood why. We just needed to get the small character cards introduced to the game so we could do his minions uh, and make that feel you know, genuine to the toys. That is one of the big things that we're playing with in this set. And then we also introduced uh, uh, characters that can, instead of attacking, they can tap, which is turn sideways to activate a special ability. And that really adds a, a new layer of options into your turn. So now you can do a whole bunch of additional things and how you, what sequence you play them in and, and, and which of those characters you include on your team 
really brings out a, a new set of deck building um, possibilities. Uh, have you been, have you, I know you've been following the toy line. Were there any characters in the toy line that you were most excited about? Um, I got a Ultra Magnus uh, one. I had one way back in the day when I was younger as a kid, and uh, you know, I thought it was super cool. Uh, way back in third grade, took it to school for show and tell, and it got stolen. Oh. Um, my parents were super mad at me and never bought me another one again. So I was super stoked to find one uh, at the store, and I snagged it off the shelf. And I'm, so I have an Ultra Magnus again. Ultra Magnus is one of those. That version of Ultra Magnus from Siege Toy Line is one of the super rares in this set. Um, and he comes with, you know how Ultra Magnus has the armor? Um, that that he, he's characterized by, he always has this, this massive set of armor. Um, it's called the Ultra Magnus armor or the Magnus armor. And so we also have that in the game too, as one of the, uh, an armor card that, that he can go fetch at the beginning of the game. So he always starts with his armor. So the Ultra Magnus card is an ultra rare? Is that what you're saying? It's a super rare in this set, yeah. And, well, wow. Then I, I'm super lucky because I went and bought like like three packs from my local game store and got one. Uh, so um, sweet for me. There, there you go. You know, one of the things that's really that's really cool about this set is <clears throat> we're seeing fans of the toys who are, who are also fans of the T TCG posing their toys with the, the character card from the TCG next to it. And uh, the, the Siege toys are super posable. They've got a lot of points of articulation. And so there are people doing these cool little things where they're like, you know, Starscream is holding his card up above his head like it's a boombox. Uh, it's really, really been gratifying to be able to work with the Transformers team at Hasbro so closely on this because in addition to... Uh, being able to include characters who are, who are toys in Siege, uh, the Siege storyline, we also were able to expand outside of the toy line and incorporate characters from Transformers past who didn't make it into the toy line, but now we can show them and their participation in Siege. And we got, we got a lot of flexibility from, from Hasbro in doing that, and working with them was great. An example are way back in the day, and I'm talking way back in the day in Transformers Generation 1, there was a group of, of toys called the Firecons. And their toy gimmick was that when you rubbed a wheel on their back and got it spinning, they spit little sparks. Yeah, I remember those. Right? That was, they, were, they were cool, but they were, they, they were kind of clunky-looking figures. And they haven't really been updated as a group. One or two of them have been updated, like redecos from other characters. But one of the things we did was, as an example, we took those Firecon characters from back in the day and working with Transformers artists, uh, in this case, Marcello, uh, Marcello Materi, we uh, worked with Hasbro and the artists to reimagine what those characters would look like in modern design set in the Siege universe. So those three characters are now part of the Siege game, uh, the, the expansion, and uh, we show them and their participation in the war for Cybertron as if they were modern toy design. And we did that for a, a, a quite a number of characters in, C in Siege. Um, you know, we've been mentioning, we've been calling it Siege, and I've been calling it Siege, and I'm just, I'm just being a bad brand manager, because this is really called Siege 1. Um, Siege is so big, the War for Cybertron Siege story is so big that we couldn't fit it all in one set. And we haven't, we haven't really talked about it, but there, there will be a Siege 2 uh, in the future that, that carries the storyline to its conclusion uh, for the Siege portion of the War for Cybertron trilogy. Uh, and... Uh, 
might talk about what that conclusion looks like and how it impacts the future of, of Transformers. Yeah, I mean, I'd be totally up for that. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, the look and the feel of the Siege, uh, not only the toy line, but also the cards, have a very unique look on them. It's uh, definitely very Gen 1, but in itself, it's also unique and different than what we've seen in the past. It is. We definitely brought a, a new art style to these these cards. The vast majority of the cards in Siege are all new art, um, including all of the battle cards and significant majority of the character art. And it, it carries across the, the the War for Cybertron Siege aesthetic from the, the Transformers Generations line. And it was really fun working with artists and with Keyword Studios to... Um, figure out how to implement that look and feel and that that visual aesthetic really really bright brights really dark darks very high contrast battlefields uh, uh I, I really hope the fans are digging it yeah um I, I do too now the one question is because it is siege are we going to see more of other characters and less duplicates like like in the first run, I know there was several different runs of like Starscream and Megatron and Bumblebee and Optimus. Have those kind of been limited so that we have more cards of different Autobots and Decepticons? Or is it just um, a little bit of the same where we have quite a few of those? So we're, al we're always going to have the, the sort of main characters of the franchise. And especially as we're following you know, the, guide, the, the inspiration of the toy line. Um, those characters show up. Uh, but one of the things that we is really core to us is bringing in, in a significant number of obscure characters, uh, rare characters, or very interesting versions of characters, whether they're main characters like uh, Optimus Prime or Bumblebee, or, or uh, more obscure characters. And that's one of the main reasons why War for Cybertron, in the TCG, War for Cybertron Siege is broken into two sets. Um, it was so that we could have enough room to really show the the depth of the Siege universe that the TCG could uh, embrace and and bring to life. Nice. So yes, nice. there is Prime, uh, but you know, like we get to the TCG is super interesting because we get to do really cool things with characters, like uh, taking Optimus Prime. He is a character in War for Cybertron Siege One. But we were able to play around with with how we depicted him. So his alt mode um, is a hover truck. So he's you know he's not a, a, a wheeled vehicle. He's a hover truck, and that is a, a third uh, mode that the toy can convert into. But it's not one that's that's been popularized in the marketing for the toy very much. But we just took that and ran with it, and so we did gorgeous new art specifically of that of Optimus in, as a hover truck. That's the kind of thing that we, that kind of quirkiness that we're able to embrace. Yeah, no, that'd be really cool to see. Because um, I didn't even realize that uh, he had that capability. I mean, it makes sense. You know, if you watch the old Gen 1 uh, cartoon, all the car vehicles are hovering. They're not, they, most of them don't have wheels. Right, because it's on Cybertron. Uh, nope. uh, there's, there's, they haven't been to Earth yet in the storyline. So they haven't been able to. Um, Teletran, the, the the supercomputer for the Autobot supercomputer, hasn't been able to scan Earth vehicles, disguise them as as their alt modes. So they're sci-fi vehicle modes from back on Cybertron. You know, another good example of that is um, Starscream. 
isn't an, an Earth-style fighter jet. He's a very, very sci-fi-inspired um, uh, space fighter. Um, this sort of like tetrahedral jet. Um, and he and the other Seeker character, Decepticon Seekers, um, all share this body form. And that was, uh, that, that's something from the toy line. But that's, again, there's, there's no Earth. They, haven't, they don't even know what Earth is. Well, most of them. Um, so they've never been there. Yeah. So with this new rule set, uh, it being split up between two different uh, sets. Now, where, where are we ultimately going to end uh, with the, the, this set and then the second set? You know, and the wrap up of the storyline. Um, are we going to be seeing, you know, some larger character cards? We're going to be seeing some, you know, faces from the past, like maybe Hot Rod, Rodimus. Uh, well, probably not Rodimus. It's a little early to start talking about Siege Part Two. That that set will release in 2019. But the the one thing I will I'll sort of give a sneak peek into it is the this set is uh, Siege One is sort of the early part of the war, um, and uh, or the early part of the, the end of the war. And Siege Part 2 is the conclusion of the, the, the war on Cybertron. Um, and uh, one side's going to win. And um, everybody better be braced for that. Okay. That, and that, that's okay. really all I'm going to say about that. No problem. So, so this is, I mean, kind of an alternate reality, I guess, to say that it's not said and done like the cartoon gen one where we know kind of the decepticons one the autobots took off and then ended up heading to earth so it's it's a retelling of the the origin story of transformers going back to the beginning of well i mean the the, the, the autobots and decepticons have been fighting for you know millions of years on cybertron right and the, the war for cybertron really is talk, talking about the end of that war on cybertron and and how it concludes um so this is its own, I believe this is its own continuity um, that's separate from the others that is a, a retelling of that entire story. I mean, that's kind of exciting because, you know, you never know what could happen. Um, it is the same story, but could turn out completely different because you're right. It's a retelling. You guys have plans and uh, it is kind of exciting to see, uh, especially some of these other characters evolve and change differently because there are some characters at least from my perspective, were always underplayed or really cool characters, but never had a mainstream role. And now maybe they will. Right. Um, uh, that is, that is something that not, not just we, the trading card game are embracing, but transformers generations as a brand is embracing. Nice. And nice. listening to the fans as to who their favorite characters are, who the characters that need a little bit more love. That's something that that's really core to us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I mean, out of that original cast or the, the this cast of uh, Transformers characters, um, you know, just an example, what are some characters that you would love to see showing up more? Because um, they probably are, but who knows? Sure. Sure. So I've, I've got a lot of favorite, favorites. Um, for Siege Part 1, one character that I, I was really excited that we were able to do was a character called Needle Nose. Um, and he was a Decepticon jet, but he was really unusual in that he had a completely different jet body style. He, was, he didn't look like any of the other 
um, Decepticon jets. He looked nothing like Starscream or any of the other Gen 1 Seekers. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, he, he was first released when the Target Masters, the, the characters that turned from weapons into robots, came out. So I was really hoping we would be able to update that character for Siege and include him in the set. Hasbro loved the idea. We were able to do that. <coughs> um, and it's really tough for me to answer this question about the future without giving away the future. But I can tell you, I can tell you, I really like um, uh, the Titan characters, which are the really gigantic uh, toys that turned into cities. And I'm really looking for ways that we can include more of them in the trading card game. Um, we have just gotten uh, Soundwave and his minions uh, in War for Cybertron Siege 1. And in Siege, Soundwave is, turns into a spaceship. You prob most people probably remember him as a boombox, but remember, they've never been to Earth yet, so there are, there's no boomboxes or mini cassette tapes for them to turn into. So they are, um, they are spaceships in this one. And starting with uh, San Diego Comic-Con next week, uh, we have a convention product that is the G1 versions of, it's not part of the Siege line, it's a standalone two decks of Blaster and Soundwave in their original G1 forms. And so one of the things that I would love for the future, just saying, it's not like I have any influence over this whatsoever, is to include more of the mini cassette characters yeah. in their G1 forms in the game so that you can use them with Blaster and Soundwave. Oh, that'd be really cool. In fact, uh, you know, the one of the San Diego Comic Con exclusives I'm super excited about next week is the uh, the Optimus Prime that's in a, uh, a Ghostbuster motif, kind of like the Ecto One uh, print uh, paint jar. Isn't that cool? Yeah, um, my buddy Scott uh, that's on the show as well. He's super excited about the Ecto One mobile that transforms. Um, so we're probably going to end up getting both of those. Are you guys going to be at San Diego? I will too. Drop by the Transformers yeah, yeah. booth and let's say hi. All right, we'll do. Um, um, yeah, it's it's just. A, I mean, it's a fun, awesome convention. Um, but the, I mean, this card line is just amazing. It's super fun game, and it's you know, it, it, like we've said in the past, it calls back to that childhood um, for both young and old. And it's just, it's fun. It's really fun seeing those uh, characters on the game table in front of you uh, that you can pretend and manipulate that you're, you're playing those guys again without, you know, having to look too super geeky with, you know, the toys out on the table. It's still, Hey, that's okay. If you want to do that, that is totally fine. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really cool watching fans post about how um, the trading card game has helped them reignite their love of transformers. Um, especially uh, uh, fans who are our age and have youngsters and um, are, are using the Transformers trading card game as this, this way to have a face-to-face -face experience where they get to share transform their love of Transformers with their kid uh, and teach them how to play. And it, it's been really, really awesome watching that. Yeah, now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there a Siege cartoon coming out that kind of coincides with all this too? So there is a... Hasbro has announced that there will be a War for Cybertron um, animated show uh, uh, with Netflix, but further details haven't been. I mean, that's going to be even more cool to have that show running and these cards out um, to play with. Uh, right? Oh, man. 
that that's, that's super exciting. I, you know, I continue to rewatch my old Gen One cartoons over and over. Um, but to see something new and and hopefully, I'm hoping that you know Peter Cullen is the voice of Optimus. Oh, there, you know, Peter Peter is. Um, uh, I mean, he originated that that voice, and so it's 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 perfect. It's flawless. Yeah. There are other other voice actors have done some really really uh, great takes on. Um, on Optimus Prime and the other characters, Peter is is amazing. <laughs> you know, it's one of the cool things about Transformers as is a brand that is thirty five years old, and we're celebrating our thirty fifth anniversary this year. Um, uh, is that we? There are so many different reimaginings and expressions of the Transformers uh, story and the characters. I, I think that there are some really amazing ways that the characters have been reinvented, and sometimes voice actors get to take their you know, to get to get those reimaginings, a unique take on the character. Um, uh, so it's it's been super exciting to watch Transformers evolve, and we've been looking at it in the house here, um, at going you know going back to those thirty five years because we dig deep into the history to pull the characters for the training card game, and watch some of the weirder places that Transformers has gone, like those fire cons who can spark out stuff from their their mouths like dragons that you know such an established franchise has so many interesting uh, corners that you can go poking around. No, I agree. Um, so this set is going to be out for how long before we'll see the second set. So is it later this year that we'll see part two or is it going to be next year? Yep. So siege just came out on the June 28th and um, siege two will be releasing late this year. Okay. And in between that, we've got the Blaster versus Soundwave box set that'll be out in stores. On there's a version that has the generations, the more modern design of the characters that'll mm -hmm. be out on September 20th. Um, and we may have some yet unannounced stuff between now and then. Uh, but the the next big product project is Seed uh, Part Two. Nice. Okay. Well, um, you know with. With this set out, I'm super excited um, because it's going to set up for some really cool stuff. Uh, you know, I'm even more excited to find out that I have a super ultra rare card that I luckily got out of only three packs. Uh, the, 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 the force was with you there. I'm excited to see what other cards show up in this set. Um, just because we're back on Cybertron, there's a lot of different characters that could be showing up. Um, and with the, this retelling of the storyline, who knows who we, who could be showing up and how their appearance may be different than what we're used to. Um, you know, even an example like Ironhide, his uh, Cybertronian mode seems a lot cooler than his Earth mode with the uh, the old red uh, Astro Man. Yep, and he's and his Cybertronian mode has that giant multi rocket, uh, uh, multiple rocket launcher that he wields. Um. Yeah, he's super tough. He's one tough cookie in this in this version of the storyline. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm excited about you know like sideswipe, prowl, and those other characters. Um, you know, I know in the original cartoon we didn't really see RC until the movie, but you know, just uh, looking at the Bumblebee movie, they show that she was present there at the war uh, on Cybertron as well. So it'd be great to see her and uh, those characters as well. Yep, RC's definitely in the set, and um, 
another one that's uh, another character that we're really happy to be able to include in Siege One is Alita One. Nice. Who, yeah, um, in her Cybertronian car mode, um, which is super exciting. The Bumblebee movie has a different continuity yeah. than Cybertron, uh, and that was a super exciting movie. Um, those scenes on Cybertron were very cool. Um, the this TCG um, follows more the toy line continuity. Good. I again, uh, toy line's been awesome. Um, even even though it's separate from the movie, the movie was fun to see. It definitely harkened more back to my childhood than the other ones with my that Michael Bay produced. But yeah, I had an absolute blast the first, seeing the Bumblebee for the first time. I had an absolute blast. That was an amazing, amazing film. Yeah, I mean, the eighties music was perfect. Him as a as a Volkswagen bug, I, mean, I love Camaros, but him as a Volkswagen bug was just great and fantastic. And it was so exciting to see the characters I loved in as close to a Gen 1 version as they could get on a movie screen. And just seeing Soundwave hit the, the button on the side and Ravage jumping out. Oh, man, I was, yeah, I was giddy. And so was I. I was. So was I. I thought the. I thought the storyline was great. Um, I loved Haley Atwell. I, I loved uh, um, the the way the plot developed. Um, I thought the new characters uh, that they brought in were were really exciting designs. Triple changers were super cool to see on screen. Um, yeah, it was great. Yeah. So we've got the toy line coming up. Uh, that's already coming out uh, bit by bit. Which I wish it was coming out faster, but that's okay. Uh, we, if I remember right on the shelves, we have the new, uh, Optimus that has his super flight armor, I guess is the best way to call it. Um, looks a lot like, uh, oh, our, the version from Armada. Oh, are you, are you talking about the studio series version? Is it a studio? I thought it was a siege one. Uh, so there's the, the galaxy class, um, from, uh, and then there's the so the studio series is the one that has the the, the movie Jetfire who turns. No, it's not armor. that one. It, I just saw it at the store the other okay. day, and um, so it looks more like a fire truck almost. Ah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yes, that is an extremely exciting figure. Uh, it, I actually got to see that one in person at Toy Fair nice. earlier this year when John when John Warden, who's the lead designer for Transformers Toys, was demoing the new toy line. Um, it is hot. I I. I, I yeah. yeah wow yeah it's just really cool uh to see these these toys coming out um yeah they look super realistic I, I still love my 84 optimus and you know starscream and bumblebee and that that but these ones look so much like the cartoon and like what we see now than when i we were kids um which is just really increases the imagination and is a lot of fun to see these characters. Yeah, it sure is. That that Optimus Prime. I mean, if we were the one you're talking about, it's the one who whose his trailer has the two giant cannons, right? Yeah. And if we ever did that in the toy in the in the character card, that that would be one heck of a powerful Prime. I don't know how you do it, but I'm sure you guys would figure a way out to do it. So uh, I think we're up to the task. Yeah. So all right. We've got this set out. Next set's coming. You guys can run it. I'm, listeners, you get, can run out, pick up your cards. Uh, it's a quick, easy game to pick up, uh, which is the, the best thing about this is you don't need advanced rules. I mean, that's one thing I, mean, I know as popular as magic is, you kind of need to take some time to figure out 
the rules and how to play it. And you got this rule set and that rule set and these cards that aren't good and these cards you can't play and so on and so forth. This game, you can just crack it open and go. Yeah, we, we spent an enormous effort, effort making the game system really simple to learn and putting a lot of the, the depth and complexity and how the cards interact with one another and what cards you choose to put in your deck and, or on your team. The game system itself is extremely accessible. You could probably pick it up in, in, in 10, 15 minutes, note tops. Nice. All right. Well, folks, uh, with that said, go out, get your copies of this game. If you're a huge Transformers fan, it, it is a must for you. Uh, I'm saying that because I am a huge Transformers fan, and it is a must for me because I love it. Uh, if you're not a huge Transformers fan, but you have enjoyed the movies or a comic book here or there, or even the cartoon, uh, check this card game out because it is lots of fun. And if you're just a card game fan, just pick it up. It's really fun and easy to play for you and some friends or even you and your kids. Um, so, I mean, again, Drew, thanks for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure. It's always awesome. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to be on the show again. I look forward to seeing you at San Diego Comic-Con. So with that said, we're out of here. Bye, everybody.